welcome to our excitement at Utawa. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um You've, you've sort of spoken about um, our first topic being around church life and the first topic we decided to do is church hopping. So, I mean, why is it important to discuss this? Why is it important to discuss church hopping? Um, well, generally it's important for us to discuss church life because um, church life is basically the life of a Christian, that's mm-hmm. the life of a believer. So that's why we always need to talk about church life. It's just the way it's always important to, to talk about your body's health because that's that's basically your life. Um, but why we need to talk about church hopping? I, I think one is because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's rampant in our churches. Um, I see people uh, very often coming in and out in our church, so I believe. There's, there's a lot of church hopping going on out there. I know there's a lot of church hopping going out there because I have been church hopping um, at some point. You know. um, I, I, I think it's an important issue because it affects how we commit ourselves to the life of a church. It affects our devotion to fellow believers and, and ultimately it affects our faith um, and our walk in the faith. So yeah, I think it's, it's, it's important in that sense that uh, we discuss it. Okay, so what's church hopping? What's church hopping? What is church hopping? Yeah, so church hopping comes from the word grasshopper. Okay. You sure? Yeah, that's that's the that's the line of thought comes, you want to yeah, run with. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it comes from the word grasshopper. You know the way a grasshopper um, moves from one one blade, one blade to the other. One blade of what? Grass. Oh. Yeah, one one blade. So yeah, the, the, the idea of jumping from here to there, from there to there to there, there, there. Yeah, that's that's such hoping. So <clears throat> um, it's that you're moving through different churches. Um, um, very often, maybe there's a regular or irregular pattern, but you're moving from one church to the other without any good. You're not just moving for any reason. You're just moving. Yeah. Um, move from church A to B, and this could be in a span of one month, one week, every Sunday in a different church, every month in a different church, every year in a different church, but there's, there's nothing that informs this movie, you just need it for the sake of, of movie. So yeah, that's, that's what I would uh, define as church for I mean, you've spoken about um, there's no defined reason, so maybe we'll speak about the reasons at some point. Mm-hmm. But like you, you've also spoken about you've had some experience at shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I happen to have a CAD diploma. No. Oh. CAD diploma. Because I mean, that's my degree, but Have a CAD diploma in church hopping. Um, there's there's a season in my life I moved to churches. Um, it was like three years that I moved to three churches. Uh, it was, I, th- I think as I, as I think about it, it was a little bit intense um, because I would visit this church uh, that I was here maybe a, an year ago and I would still feel like I was part of it. It's like I had not moved on and then I would visit this other church that I was there two years ago and I would still feel like I was part of them had still not moved on. But then I was in another church and I also felt like I'm part of it. So it was a little bit intense for me. Um, yeah, but uh, luckily I, I quit the habit. Okay, so what was what was the switch to help you quit the habit from yeah. so, um, every year to... So, so one, um, 
I, I moved through these churches because I thought I needed to learn a few things in these different churches. Um, and by the time I was settling on the last one, I thought like maybe this is where I'm going to be here for the long term. And, and then things did go well. And you know, I was you know, I was kicked out. Yeah. Um, but then um, I, I, I realized, you know, when I was in that transitional process, um, I, 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 I developed my understanding and my convictions pretty in terms of what it means to be part of a church, um, what are the responsibilities, um, what are the requirements that, you know, how to carry how uh, what what does God require of you more specifically when you're committing to a church and and yeah I think that is what really shaped my commitment to be part of a local church sitting uh, and, uh, you know being part of the life of a local church for the long time yeah but that gives me over that time yeah okay so what are some of the reasons that people use to justify church hopping, it may also not be like actively justifying, you know, where they sit with a bunch of people and say these are my reasons, but like what are some of the reasons that people hop from church to church? So you know that two, two, those are two questions in one. Mm-hmm. There's one, what people justify, mm-hmm. and there's what people actually um, move around the, the real reasons. So what people, the reasons, I think the reasons, there could be many reasons that people use to justify. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I love the worship in church A and I love the sermon in church B. Um, or I love the, 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 the ministries in church C. And so I'm going to move to church A, B, C. Um, and, and, and I think those, those reasons are usually mostly out of preference. Um, sometimes in Ezekwatuni, uh, I, I, I am exploring, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just exploring and I love to explore, so I, I bring that uh, that spirit of exploration. <laughs> Guys, that is not biblical, just saying. Uh, spirit of, explo- of ex- ex- adventure, spirit adventure. of adventure uh. in different churches. I don't know. I, I think there are so many reasons people would use to justify. But why people move churches? Um, I have like five reasons mm-hmm. that I think uh, people move churches. Um, uh, yeah, this this is not an uh, 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 what do you call it? closed list. Yeah, like it's not casting stone, it's right? Casting there stone. are many reasons. It's open ended. It's open ended. Uh, 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 see, open closed. Okay. Open so, closed. So. <laughs> Hata nimeziandika. Sawa. Nimeziandika. So ndakwambia okay. one by one. Sawa. One by one. Okay. Ya kwanza. Kwanza kabisa. I think we are living in an environment where we are consumer uh consumerized. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? We're consumerized. Any consumer it's a consumer sensitive culture. Okay. Napenda kuita hiyo consumerized yani. Okay. Eh, kama consumers. Eh? Mm. Tuna tuna tunakongana you 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 want to look for you know if you're shopping for something you're looking for something that is going to give you value on money something that's going to give you value on the time 
um, something like you you you're looking for a good bargain and a good quality so you want the cheapest price for the best quality mm-hmm. and so if you're looking for something to buy you have to you know you have to you have to weigh your options and before you make that purchase you you weigh those options so for example lopata you may buy shatia 50 bob i love to go the congo Nona. That's hearts very deep. Exactly. Nona. So that's that's the that's the culture that we live in. And so we are given to looking for value in everything. Um and so even that mindset is given is, is taken to the church when we go to church. We we evaluate our commitment to a church based on that. And so what happens? Second reason is this churches have learned that and so churches have become seeker sensitive. And so because as a result of that they then have packaged themselves in a way that meets a particular need. So you find there's a church for bikers, then there's a church for guys who race, then you find there's a church for <laughs> boxers and footballers. You know that there's just a church for these different people. And so people tend to move easily through these churches because there's something attractive in the next church. Right? So this Sunday this church has um, a DJ doing the worship set next Sunday. Church B has a hype man. You know, the other Sunday, the church, the church actually has a concert. So it's it's going to be very easy for people to move from church A to C without struggling because they are looking for the best value, um, and the church is is offering you know what what they are looking for, and and I think that has facilitated a lot of of church hopping in in Nairobi. Three, the third reason is that. Um, I think we are just in a in a society that doesn't know commitment per se. Um, we just have commitment issues, and 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 part of it, sadly, is is that it has been taught at home. We we don't know how to commit. Um, we 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 don't know how to commit to relationships because we've probably not seen that, and and sometimes you know not sometimes church life demands that commitment of relationship, and we haven't learned that, um, and, and 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 you see our commitment issues all over all over the all over the the, the country or in our society, you know just think about matatus they just have commitment issues on traffic, um, just think about us just think of think of yourself in a queue. Maybe it's in the bank or it's in, you know, we just struggle staying, staying, staying at one place. So we have a struggle of commitment in in our society. And so when we go to a church that demands our commitment, demands our time, demands our sacrifice, um, it demands that we put work in in, in in being part of our church. It becomes hard. We easily switch off. We'd rather, you know, we'd rather watch a two-hour movie than commit to our to a two-hour service. It's. It's it's that that has been ingrained in our society in our minds that we don't know we just don't know how to commit. So that's reason number three. Reason number four is perhaps more obvious. Judgments. We we've had enough of them. Uh, I think you've had. Them. No, I haven't. You haven't personally. Well, I haven't. Like you. So church wounds. These people have people have been wounded. People have suffered. People have you know stepped on people's shoes and maybe as a result have also stepped back and is there a thing like that? Yeah. Yeah. Stepping yeah, so they stepped back and and they they've been wounded to the point that they say, um 
I, I think I, I love God, but yeah. I, I, I think I'm okay staying at home. Mm-hmm. I'm okay watching the sermon front TV. I'm okay, you know, giving my my tithes and offerings to the professor, baby. I, I just don't want to be somewhere where I'm interacting with people. And, and sometimes people would say, I don't want to be somewhere where I'm interacting with hypocrites. Because you know that's that's what it feels like that mm-hmm. you're calling yourself a Christian, but then you're the you're the one who's causing my damage damage to me. Um, so yeah, so church wounds have been a good reason where that make people not feel comfortable in coming to a particular local church. And finally, I think a challenge that the the, the 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 reason that you know, you know these these others are the top of the, the tip of the iceberg, but the real reason. Um, is is that most people don't have um, a good understanding of the gospel, especially on how the gospel comes to meet the church, how 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 the gospel is woven in the life of a church, and and this is what I would say. Um, once we are born of Christ, once we are born again, then we become members of His body. And so there is no part in which I am a Christian and I am not a believer. Um, Paul clearly makes that uh, clarification in First Corinthians. That is, that, that once we have been born of Christ, we have been made members of that body, of the body of Christ. And so um, there's no, there's not a Christian who does not belong to a church, who does not belong to the church. Um, and and, and there is no belonging to the universal body of Christ. We, we see no such idea in, in the New Testament. Um, what we see is that believers are birthed into Christ and they are ushered into the life of a local church. And so um, if I fail to have that grasp um, and fail to have a conviction, it's it's going to be easy for me not to see the need for commitment in the life of any church, and it's going to be easy for me to move around any church as long as I find it convenient. Um, and so that 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 could even keep me in one church, but I am not there. I am just here because it's convenient for me to be here, but I'm not committed to to this church. Um, but that I think is is the issue that people have not seen how important and how necessary it is to be a member of a church once we are born again, once we come to the church. Okay. I mean, ultimately, when we are speaking on this podcast, we are speaking as believers and so everything we say um, we may speak of our wisdom or worldly wisdom but they ultimately want to go back to God's word because that's the only way you know we can say a lot of things here but then what does God's word say um, you know because that's what directs us so my question is what does the word say about church shopping is it something that's in the Bible or no um, if so like what are some of the scriptures we can look at Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the, there wasn't that idea of you know Baptists, Presbyterians, Catholics, Anglicans, 
literates, Mennonites, Methodists. Hakukua na hizo Pentecostals. Ilikuwa church moja, ilikuwa one congregation in every area. No. So, uh, we don't see that being addressed as an issue specifically. Um, but we see a pattern of what believers are called towards. And there's so many texts we could look at in terms of what Paul or what the Bible, what different you know, New Testament authors talk about believers um, in their life together as, as uh, in the church. Um, but I'm just going to look at three. So I'm going to look at Hebrews 10, 25. And then I'm going to look at First Peter four seven to eight, and uh, Jude one twenty. So that's my First Peter. So okay. One uh, First Peter four seven to eight. That's my Hebrews. So Hebrews ten. In a summary view. In a summary. Okay. <laughs> and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. First Peter 4, 7 to 8. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another honestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Uh-huh. I am so scared. Jude 1, 20. Jude 1, chapter 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Now, see, Matiki, is it text Sato? Zina Pikta Kitu. First, uh, Hebrews. Yes, Let us consider how to stir up one another. Okay? Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some. But even doing what? Encouraging one another as you see the day drawing near. So there is a call in Hebrews to stir one another up in the day, to love and good deeds, and to encourage one another you know, in hope of the day, you know, this day, the return of the Lord, the, the, the day of the Lord. Okay? And then 1 Peter 4 7 to 8, you know, to call to honest, not a choice of word, honestly pursuing love with one another so um it's not just pursuing love yeah? but there is some honestness honest effort put into that honestly pursuing love so i kuna kuna sense in it's it's an uphill task it's not just uh downhill there is there's some effort there's some um work to be put into that and then jude 120 uh, a, a, a very good imagery. Build each other up. Build each other up in the faith. So the imagery that the scriptures present in terms of our commitment to each other is an image of putting effort. Other than commitment, it's an image of putting effort. So we learn that it's going to be hard. We learn that it's going to be uh damaging not damaging scarring um we will be wounded and it's good to admit that we we will wound others um but the scriptures call us not just to commit to each other but to put effort to put work into 
committing to one another in the life of a church. So we are called to stir one another up. We are called to encourage one another. We are called to pursue this love. We are called to build each other in, in the faith as we see, as we hope for the return of Christ. Um, so we 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 are pictured that we are on a journey. It's 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 temporary, and uh, as we look towards the end, we have a work to do, and that work is to look out for each other and work for the for the good of one another. So, I think I think we the scriptures don't give us room for moving from one church to another in that sense, because uh, to start one another takes time. Um, it takes years to build each other up in the faith. Um, we just don't encourage each other today and then that's it. It's, it's a continuous process. It's a lifelong process. So um, the picture that I find is that the commit, my commitment to a local church should be lifelong. And unless something moves me, something that I cannot avoid, um, my the call from scripture is that I commit to this church, I commit to these believers, I commit to this brethren, um, and I put effort towards that. That's, that's the appeal I see from scripture. That's the, the call I see scripture given to us in our community. So are you saying there's no reason to leave a church? Mm-hmm. Like we should always be committed to this one church regardless? whatever happens not, not not quite not quite um i wouldn't say that it, it, it's unbiblical to move um and, and also it's good that we establish that church hopping is different from moving churches um but i i don't i i i, I don't mean to say that scripture um discourages us from moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are places in which it would be godly for us to move from one church. Um, and there are places it would be ungodly for us to stay in one church and not move. Uh, you know, for example, in a church that, in a church where the gospel is not upheld, in a church that does not regard the gospel, in a church that does not teach faithfully the gospel, um, there are places in which scripture encourages us that this, this we need to move out of this. This we need to resist. Um, I think that, that's, a, that's a good topic for a discussion um, for uh, a future episode. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's important for us to, to acknowledge that there are places in which it's helping for us to move. And the circumstances that would also cause us to move from one community to another. So on that note, we're going to wrap up. Um, where can they find you? Online. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm online. Where? Online. Where? On Facebook, mm-hmm. on Twitter, on Instagram. Alex Tisadera. Okay. Yes. And you can find me at Luvanga in t- on Twitter. Um, that's all we have for today. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, darlings.